<laughs> Welcome to the We Got Lazy podcast with, you know, I'm a host, Krivy, and we have the other host. My name is Jay. What's up? Hey, Jay. He's he's very incredibly good looking. And then we have our guest today, Puzz Lego. Introduce hello. yourself. Tell us what you're about. Tell us what you do on YouTube. You know, everything. Yes. Hello. How's it going? Uh, it's an honor to be here. Um, so I'm Puzz Lego. You can just call me Oscar, by the way. Uh, and I am a YouTuber who does Lego content. Yeah. So I've been doing it for about two years. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really interesting because I saw you in a comment section i saw you're verified and it was like some really small video i think it was like 50 views but you said like how do you do this in crab game or something and i checked yeah. out your channel i was like well this is actually like a really interesting comment like your content was so much more interesting than like you know you know a lot of those youtube channels that just comment on things just and they don't have any videos they just have a verified check mark somehow yeah. i don't know it's There's like a lot of those people. Lots of those, but you genuinely had like really intriguing stuff. Like, um, I first watched your Lego Rubik's Cube videos, and that's just such a that's such an intriguing video concept because you're like, well, you can make something so mechanically and with just Lego bricks. Like, like what got you into just making that type of video or like making kind of like anything, like the puzzle videos, uh, the Rubik's Cube? What got you into that? What interested you? Yeah, so it's been a very like long time coming. Um, I definitely didn't start off with that sort of content. Um, I originally got into it like two years ago, right? So I've noticed that like a lot of people who do YouTube, who've been successful on YouTube, are really like into it. Like they want to become a YouTuber. Like everyone wants to become a YouTuber. Mm -hmm. They're young, but they need to have like a specific passion. And so I was thinking what to make a YouTube channel of. And I just had some Lego and I had a simple $200 phone. I just started making videos. I'd seen... Um, like puzzle boxes made of Lego on YouTube around. Um, and I'd also seen like other cool mechanical Lego stuff, like Astonishing Studios. He has about 700,000 subscribers now. Um, he, when I was like six or seven, I used to watch his Lego content, for example, like Lego candy machines and all that. Oh so, yeah, I just started making videos and I had the mindset, I'll just make 50 videos and see how it goes. Like 50, I was sure that I would get at least a few views from that. Um, yeah, so I just started and been a very long progression since then. I mean, if you scroll down my channel, you can see like my videos slowly changing over time until they get to the style of content I have today. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you can go as far back and it, it, like, it's obvious you've, I mean, it is obvious that you put so much work into this because you're not like someone that just like suddenly blew up because of one video. You've been doing this for a while, long videos for quite a while. And it's, it's, it's crazy to see that. Like, I don't know. It's it's really cool to see someone that starts like a long time ago and still doing it. That's just like no, that's inspiring, you know. Yeah, yeah, that it is. That is an interesting thing because um, a lot of you would think that a lot of uh, YouTubers who've had success would just keep doing it and just keep going, but like it's surprising how like it's like burnout works. Like I've had plenty of times in my channel where I feel like just I just run out of content or just don't I'm not motivated to make a video. So it's been. In a very long two years. Uh, Definitely, um, yeah. Do you have anything to tack on, uh, Jay? Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, the first video I actually saw from you was the uh, making a Lego Rubik's cube, and like, I just wanted to, like, that's really impressive and a really cool like combination of ideas because I've always been like, whenever I was like, I don't know, eleven or twelve, I was like super into Legos and Rubik's cubes, like 
figuring out the best way to solve yep. them and stuff. I never got good. You go with hand them. in hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like the combination of that was really cool. And like watching the process of that was really cool too. Yeah. I mean, the idea in itself has been a long time coming. Um, I think I've privated the video now, but I made this like a year ago. I had this um, kind of the, the very start of the Rubik's Cube. It was just a really stupid little one by three by three cube thing that just barely worked. And I guess that was the start of the idea because Lego, a Lego Rubik's Cube is an idea that I'm sure a lot of Lego builders have had and plenty of people have like tried it just it's so yeah it's been a really long journey and it's been very hard to make that specific video because uh it's pretty obvious that it's like a difficult build to make yeah, yeah like i don't know i can tell that a lot went into it <laughs> yeah a lot goes into a lot like as my channel progressed more effort has gone into each video like when i started it's just it was just an unedited oh actually it wasn't unedited it was just a very simply edited you know i used imovie i just had a simple mac computer i just made this thing that i like had this idea of making like for example a puzzle box and i just built something simple on it edited with imovie that was that and um yeah, again over time like really just start uh, learning more about lego mechanisms more about making videos and stuff wow what's yeah. i have a question what started you on puzzle like puzzle related lego content because personally when i see this and i see you making a puzzle box because i watched your like second to last video of like a really crazy puzzle box i don't even know how you get started like where where did you get inspiration to even start something like that's to me is so complex yeah so well i actually have a few unlisted videos that i had made before the video that it shows that was last that were just not very good videos they're like basically i just saw i'd seen some other mechanisms of puzzle boxes and i'm like i want to make a really hard one as well because i'd like i've seen the view counts like um some of those puzzle boxes had like 200 300 000 views and to me at the time that was like a ridiculous amount of views that's like that was like my goal basically at the start my goal was to get that amount of views in at least one video and so i was just like okay well let's just make a really similar one and we'll see how it goes and actually now that i think about it that's really how that's really the big problem with small youtubers is that um, when you try and make a video and you're like, okay, well, this video by a competitor got 200,000 views, I can just do the same thing. Um, it's actually hard to realize that your video just like genuinely isn't as good. And that's what I've been making for like a whole year, basically. I just made subpar content, like content that had really cool mechanisms, which by the way, I spent like days, like I spent a day working on each mechanism. Like I just sat down in my room all day working on it and it was just a simple video and it just... It was a good video, but it just wasn't good enough. And so you can sort of see the progression of views. Like I used to get maybe, um, well, at the time it was more, more than less, sorry, it was way less than 1000 views. Um, yeah. And I just thought that was just luck. So I was like, I was like, so I'm just unlucky. I'm just a, just a small content creator. You can't really get big, but I still had, luckily I still had the mindset of making 50 videos. And so I just kept going, I guess. And slowly the very first year was a very, very slow progression of um how good the videos were basically yeah yeah i mean when i look back on your channel to like the very first videos i i definitely see an evolution in your thumbnails even i probably i won't like i haven't seen these videos but just from the thumbnail it's very i guess not like the first few videos are not i guess catching to the eye it's not eye-catching right it's yeah. sometimes very gray i guess like you slowly realized did, like, what was that evolution when, what, like, what little things did you find out, out along the way while you were doing this? Because it's obviously you had a progression. Yeah. Okay. So 
Well, I started just by thinking that like, I'll just do really cool. And this is the mindset of my channel today. If I just have a really cool, like a really cool build, like if the build's just really cool, people will just watch it more. Like, um, and builds, I admit the builds were pretty good, but thumbnails and the editing just wasn't that good. So I thought it was because the builds weren't that good. And so I just made more and more ambitious stuff. If you scroll up a little bit, you can see like some really big builds there or like some more complex stuff. Um, but I started to realize around a month or two after I had been posting, because at this point I I was literally posting every two days, like with like, I was, I don't know how to explain. I was very committed to posting every two days. Like I, w I wouldn't miss an upload ever. In fact, I uploaded consistently every two days for about a hundred uploads in a row, which is crazy looking back at it. I know just, I didn't even, it's hard to, a lot of stuff is just hard to remember actually. So did you ever sleep for a year or what, what did you do for a year? <laughs> did you just take like a unhealthy amount of caffeine or like, I don't even know how you could get to, especially because your videos are a lot more technical and you spend time actually building these things. You're not just like yeah. making a Minecraft let's play and posting it. You're, you're spending time really making something. Yeah. So like how much time did you spend? Like this, did this take up in your life? Well, it was a lot of time, and like uh, a lot of people, like I told maybe just like a couple of people, one of my, ma my friends. I was like 50 subscribers at the time. Uh, most of my videos were around a couple hundred views. Um, they just doubted me because it was like you're just uploading, you're just uploading worthless content. Like you're spending so much effort, nothing. But I was just, I was just so committed. And uh, well, about the progression, like you can see that. I was really, what I did at the start was I made sure to look at all my competitors. What were they doing? How are they getting views? What were their thumbnails like? I really hadn't looked at the videos at the time. And I'll, I mean, I'll talk later about like how I've made the progression in like watch time and like editing and stuff. But um, back then it was just more about, okay, well, let's just put, let's get the cleanest thumbnail I can. Let's put some text there. Or let's make a really appealing idea. Yeah, in fact, the, the idea was the main thing really. Yeah. For example, puzzle boxes, that idea was pretty big. And you can see um, that puzzle boxes were the most successful on my channel, which was hence why I named my channel Puzzle Lego. It used to be called Lego Inventions, actually, like the oh. first few months. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, so basically, um, I made the progression. I, I made been making puzzle boxes and then safes. And um, after a little while, I started trying to make like animations and I tried, I tried to be unique. Like I tried to make interesting content, tried to like experiment with different ideas because I was thinking, right, well, if I become a big channel, I, there's no way of me experimenting because my audience only want to see a certain type of video. So now's the time to have a look at different ideas. And yeah, dude, like your animations, like, I don't even know. Do you call them stop motion? Like Lego stop motion? Yeah. The type they of are, first of all, incredibly creative. And second of all, you have like a really good sense of humor because it's not, you're not just like moving around Among Us characters and playing Among Us. Like you, you obviously have like a good sense of humor and yeah. I don't know. I, I found it so enjoyable. I like binge watch a ton of them. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Yeah. Sense of humor is very important in YouTube as I realized later. Yeah. So where was I? Um, so like I'd started making more interesting content, um, like a bunch of unique content. Um, and I was at about 1000 to 2000 subscribers. This was about at the time that I had started making videos that would actually crack 10 K views. I had an audience. I had like maybe about 
20 people who would consistently comment on videos. I was always happy to receive like one comment or like up to 10 comments a day. That was, that was a good day for me, honestly. Um, and I started looking at more mainstream style of making videos. Like basically my, the idea was that the videos I'd be making were too niche. So that means that only a small audience would watch them no matter how good I made the videos. So I started making mainstream, more mainstream content around the time of my solving a Lego level nine Lego puzzle box, which did very, very well. And so I was thinking just, I'll start to make more mainstream content. Um, and so around this time as well was actually the time that uh, another YouTuber called Cheat3 made this Lego puzzle box and then sent it to another YouTuber called Chris Ramsey. So Chris Ramsey is basically, you might know him, he has about 3 million subscribers or so and he solves oh. solves a bunch of different puzzles. And so Cheat3 sent him this Lego puzzle and then Cheat3's channel blew up. So I was at around two or 3,000 subscribers. Cheat3 had just overtaken me. Cheat3 was at like 15,000. And so that got me thinking, well, any, pretty much any content can be mainstream as long as you just make it or relatable to a wider audience um but definitely yeah but the thing with small youtubers is that like if you get like 1k views consistently let's say difference of an extra 1k views let's say you make a video that gets 2k views make a massive difference like it that will really mess with what you're thinking like for example um i make a thumbnail like i use a unique thumbnail and then the video does well and the video might not necessarily do well because of the thumbnail then I'm like, okay, well, this thumbnail must be good. And so I start using yeah. it a lot and the videos don't do as well. And so it just leaves me confused. And so that's another problem. Like it's very hard to tell what actually is the factor that makes the video do well. Yeah, for sure. I can understand that. What do you, what yeah. do you think, Jay? I've, I've just, re <laughs> I'm really enjoying like just hearing you talk about this. Uh, yeah. I like, I like how you, you think about it very technically. Like, first of all, cause I think I, I'm, I'm guessing like the mindset you have to make these puzzles is the same mindset you have with YouTube. It's like figuring it out is what you're yes. trying to do. And YouTube mindset is you need to be in the right mindset to make successful videos. That's what I've learned. Yeah. This all is a completely, mindset. completely random thing that I just, I just realized that puzzle Lego is what your name is. Oh I, my right. God. I just realized that Lego, like the first two letters of Lego make the word puzzle. Oh that my was, God. It took me this long to understand that. Yeah. So he's a little bit slow. <laughs> I love, no, he, a lot of people don't realize that. Oh my God. Did you think his name was just called Puzz? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, like I knew that it stood no. for puzzle, but like in my head, I was like, Puzz is short for puzzle. Not like it was a anyway <laughs> how long <laughs> how long do you think that you uh well you probably don't think you probably know this how long do you did you like end up spending all together on like building the rubik's cube versus like something like the uh animations well i actually the animations are more of an investment in time like the animations take way longer um, so, um, I think the Rubik's cube, the Rubik's cube taken me a very, very long time. Um, but usually the animations take me like maybe a, a week in total to make. Like I spend about two hours a day just sitting there and filming it and then over about seven days. So that makes about 14 hours filming it, I guess, a couple of hours for making the sets, a couple of hours for editing. So it, it takes a very long time. The Rubik's cube, maybe not as long, like. It probably took me about three or four, two, two, yeah, about three days of just sitting down and just building it. And it probably only took me about one day to film and then another day to edit. So maybe just a bit shorter, but both of them were definitely very long. I haven't spent a lot of time in my videos since like I started, like 
really, it used to take me around a day just to build, film, and edit in one day because my editing just wasn't uh, very technical. Like, I just, all I would do is just crop the um, me making it to the time of the music, to the beat of music, and I was done, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Like, I don't know. I, I could never see myself being able to, like, just sit down and figure out how to make a Rubik's cube out of Legos. Like I'm just, I know yeah. that I keep going back to that, but like I, that would take way too much patience and like thinking for me, I would be like, this piece doesn't work here. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's definitely right. It does take a certain amount of like patience. I used to actually, it reminds me, I used to like, was, that's what I've been really into from a young age. Like I used to basically, as well as Lego, I used to actually, I own like thousands of dominoes. I used to always watch these domino videos, people knocking all these dominoes down. And I used to make these crazy contraptions and stuff. That's basically been like what I've interest, been interested in from a young age. Like kind of engineering, like a lot of little kids are into it, I, I guess. It's just like um, I kind of had a different sort of passion. And like as well as that, you have to remember that this wasn't just for my enjoyment necessarily. It was because I also had an audience that I was committed to uploading for. So like my earlier content was relatively small and it didn't take that long but as as the year went by the two years actually went by i started making more ambitious stuff would you say like your audience fueled i guess or maybe encouraged you more to make videos like if you saw the comments and the views coming in that would make you think oh i gotta make a new video i gotta make a new one sure for sure yeah that's like every small youtuber is like motivated a lot by if they have an audience like i remember when i started to get like a few consistent commenters and that was just like they that meant the world to me because um you know they just they, they really motivate you a lot and uh i mean i probably would have given up if it wasn't for, like the commenters in my comment section because just you know you really really just feels like a waste of time i guess to just make all this yeah. random stuff yeah, but like yeah you it just is put, you just put it out to the world and no one's seeing it that i guess that is a demotivator but yeah but i guess it is it is a lot to do with um i, I enjoy it like uh, if 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 anyone's making like a youtube channel don't make content that you don't enjoy making because it's just uh it's all it's already all over because already like i've had plenty of times where i've already been demotivated and i like enjoy making stuff so I mean, if you don't enjoy it, then it's probably going to be a lot worse. Yeah, that's actually like a really good segue because you're talking about like kind of like telling what smaller YouTubers should do. Is there an amount of tips? You can even give one tip. What is like the best tip you would give to like anybody trying to either grow? And it can be like a motivational or it can be like a really specific thing. Like do this in the first 10 seconds. Like what is the best tip you could give, do you think? Well, apart from um, doing stuff that you enjoy, I think most important thing is to be different or like better than your competitors. Because um, luckily I didn't have that many like competitors, but the ones who did, I made sure that my content was like literally better than theirs because if it's not better like who's gonna watch your videos over theirs like i mean if me personally if i saw two videos one with like and that was literally better than the other like it's pretty obvious which one i would click on so yeah just make make your make sure your content is better and like the thing is like with small youtubers it's they see their own content and it's hard for them to judge it like when i was a small youtuber um i thought my content was great like i was like why is no one watching this but really have to like look at your content versus theirs and see what the difference is yeah what the difference yeah. is so yeah like always judge your compet not judge always observe your competition Be very judgmental of everyone <laughs> around you make sure to always judge people and compare yourself to others <laughs> yeah. tell yourself you're not doing good enough 
Well, I mean, that, I mean, you might say they're sarcastic, but yeah. I think it's kind of an element of it because I personally consider myself relatively pessimistic. So I always would think of my videos as not that good. For example, with my animations, like, I, I mean, the animations aren't extremely good. They're not, I guess the sense of humor carries them. And I, I mean, I've got plenty of time to talk about like, um, my actual strategies nowadays with all that sort of stuff. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, um, being pessimistic means that. I always would strive to make my content like better and better. And so it ended up, it ended up being only about like a couple of months ago when my content actually legitimately became better than my competitors, I think. It's a good point, Seth. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I like how your, your perspective is on that. You're, it's not like, I'm bad at this, so I'm going to stop. It's more like, I'm not the best at this, which means I have to get better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was really committed because I was thinking it's just, I mean, it's either I'm not as committed and I just, I fail and it might be because I'm not committed. It might be because of luck or because of any other factor. But I was thinking if I'm committed, that eliminates the factor that I just wasn't doing good enough. So, so it was only down to luck basically. But as I realized later on, there basically is no luck. Like YouTube algorithm is very precise and very well engineered, honestly. You think there's no luck at all? Because like from other creators, we'll hear like, oh, you need to get lucky at least once, you know? So you think there's like none involved? Well, I would say, well, first of all, um, as a small YouTuber, you can definitely make one video that just goes viral. Your very first video, like plenty of people <laughs> have done that. Um, I guess you could still argue that, oh, well, they're the ones who are lucky then. But um, really, once you become a bit like a much bigger YouTuber, you, you like legitimately realize, I would say YouTube is literally about 95% like uh, about the actual video rather than luck. Um, I mean, there is, there are aspects of luck, for example, um, coincidentally or accidentally making a video that has a really good, uh, retention that's could be considered luck. But what I mean by luck is like the YouTube algorithm deciding to promote your video or not. Um, which I think is not much down to luck, but when I was small, I did think it was luck, but as well as that, I thought if I made enough content, then it would stop being about luck, being about luck and more about how good my content was. So I think small creators should definitely get out of the mindset that it's yeah. uh, luck if they um, think it is luck. So yeah. I can guarantee them yeah. it's not really. I think that's a good a good mindset. I think it's it's actually like a hopeful message to people that are, I guess, starting out or just want to do better. It's like telling them, hey, like there's no luck involved. Everything is completely up to you. You're, you're just going to, if you put in like this certain amount and you make the good video and you make it entertaining, you make it clickable, you make a good title, hey, you know, it'll get better. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, it, uh, kind of going back, you said that you would talk about uh, like retention and stuff. You can get as technical yep. or non-technical as you want to, but what are some like tips or like things that you do yourself to like, that like improved your watch time, stuff like that? Yeah. Please, so if you want to get like, like, again, I just want to interrupt this because it's super important. If you want to get like really technical and be like, this sound effect changes everything or not everything, but you know, the, even the small yeah. things, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, we, totally. Oh, sure. I think I'll, I'll talk about like, I'll, I'll just talk a bit more broadly about like just getting views in general, because it really just starts with idea, which was good because um, luckily I had that mindset from the start, which is, it, it's a lot about the idea. I think, um, first of all, the idea, right? So it's, it's a good thing to be in a niche and a niche is good because it um, attracts like a more focused audience. But um, the idea, first of all, has to be like have to be able to click on the idea for example if you make like a video that's really well edited but just doesn't have the right idea people just aren't really going to click on it so um the idea is the first aspect 
the second aspect is um like actual competition so i did say that i kind of i kind of like lied a little bit when i said it wasn't luck because in some aspects of youtube for example gaming content there is even if you make better videos than your competitors there's just so much saturated content on the platform that it's just it's not no no one's gonna ever see it honestly um yeah. so luckily um lego on youtube isn't very saturated like not many people make videos on it because um, most people grow out of making Lego. <laughs> I didn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess I'll talk about like the actual video itself now. So mostly if you have, let's say, let's say you're like an engineer and you want to engineer this algorithm, like the YouTube algorithm, and you want to make it so that it optimizes um, ad watching. Because that's what, that's what YouTube basically does. They're like, the main goal is to optimize how many ads people are going to watch, how much money they're going to make, which yeah. is kind of sinister for YouTube. But I mean, it's just how it works. Hey, it, it makes you the money. Business, well, no, I'm talking about them, really. Like, yeah, they're trying yeah. to make themselves as much money as possible. Yeah. It's it's kind of disguised behind, we're trying to get people to watch as long as possible, which is similar, but... Yeah, totally. Anyway, so let's say say you're um, trying to make an algorithm that optimizes ad watching, right? So how long a viewer stays on the platform is pretty much correlated to ad watching. Like, if you stay longer, you're going to watch more ads. If you don't stay as long, you're not going to watch as many ads. So you want to make it so that the viewer stays for as long as possible. So the YouTube algorithm is going to look for certain metrics in your videos that will recommend it to other people. Um, so the most obvious one is average watch time, right? Which is how long you watch for. Um, and so generally speaking, the longer you watch for, the, the more likely YouTube will be like, okay, well, people are watching, um, people are staying longer on our platform. So let's recommend it to more people, right? Um, but that, I, then that creates a problem, which is that there's shorter videos and there's longer videos. And so let's say you have an hour long video where people watch for like 20 minutes on average, then it'll break because YouTube algorithm will prefer longer videos. So then there's a new metric introduced, which is average percentage viewed. So it's just how long, how, how much percentage on average of the video you watch. So, and that means that, for example, on a one minute video, if you watch for 30 seconds, that'll be 50%. On an hour long video, if you watch for half an hour, it'll be 50% as well. So it's pretty much evenly distributed. Um, and so I would say that's one big factor. The other obvious factor is click-through rate, which is basically how well the thumbnail is, how, how likely people are to click on the thumbnail. Um, and so basically, if you want to succeed on YouTube, those are the only two metrics you need to look out for. Like, so you need to look at your thumbnail, your title, and the video. Um, and I'd say if you if you have a good idea, then the video will be the most. The video will be like the carry for the views. It will be self-serving. It will yeah, okay. carry itself. That's through, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, okay. So. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you go. Okay. I was just going to say I noticed that you um uh, like a lot of times people focus on like getting to that eight or ten minute mark, but I, a lot of your videos don't even get close to that and are still seem to perform just as well do you think that's like kind of a myth at this point based on the algorithm or um oh okay for example if you um talk to mr beast he would say that like it would be like 10 to 20 minute video is the best length because technically speaking you actually want the longest possible video it's just that um they create another problem is created where people can't watch the entire video in the session like if you have a half an hour video sometimes they won't have enough time to watch half an hour so yeah, I think no, the fifteen, the ten to twenty minute video is actually probably the most optimal because um, YouTube doesn't only prioritize 
as I said, average percentage viewed. There is a factor of average view duration. So the reason my videos don't go up to eight minutes is simply because um, I don't have eight minutes of content. And if I stretched it out to eight minutes, it would actually make it worse because it would be more of like a drag. The video would just be kind of slow paced and it just wouldn't be entertaining for the audience. But um, I'm not saying that um, a short video doesn't do as well. Because, um, as I said, YouTube that YouTube algorithm makes it so that short and long content can get both easily as recommended. But if you were someone like Mr. Beast who wants to make who wants to get the optimal amount of views, then ten to twenty minutes is definitely the best time. And you also get mid-roll ads, so. Hey, yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, the reason I kind of brought that up because, like, like you mentioned previously, like obviously the more ads, as much as we we don't want to believe it like it's the more ads that are viewed the more likely that video is to get pushed so i didn't know like yeah. if you thought that like having more mineral ads would like increase your chance of going up in the algorithm well i'm not 100 percent sure if um it actually affects it but i know that youtube definitely doesn't want to only recommend content that just has the most mineral ads like their ultimate goal is to people to watch the most ads but yeah but there is there is a factor there's there's definitely a massive factor of ads like for example um do you know uh what's his name um there's a big youtuber who's been making content similar to uh, mr beast it's um ryan trahan erak 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 yeah yeah so yeah, no, basically erak's video um basically he had this program called creator now which i went to but i didn't really do anything because it was all in american time um, but basically he showed this analytics, so his video was flagged for violent slash dangerous content. And that meant that advertisers, Ooh. not advertisers didn't want to be associated with that. So as, and as soon as he removed, he edited out that content with YouTube studio, YouTube just recommended his video like crazy. And that was like a real eye opener because like, I didn't really expect, I thought it was at that point, I thought it was more about just YouTube getting people to stay on their platforms for as long as possible. But I realized then it was just, it's really just all about the ads for them. Yeah. That is interesting. So you, you signed up to Arex, what was it, a creator program? Yeah. So one of my YouTube friends recommended it to me, his name's Brick Science. He has around a subscribe account to me. Um, He said it was like really good, but I mean, I didn't get that much out of it. It's still running now, but I I don't really have um time to watch content. It's about like editing strategies, thumbnail strategies, etc. Yeah. I mean, what does Arex know? 2.7 million subscribers yeah exactly yeah, he knows, true. He doesn't know anything <laughs> you know what he's probably wrong about the youtube algorithm yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you you talk a lot about mr beast and like iraq do you take I'm, I'm assuming you've kind of like watched mr beast like a lot of his podcasts that he's gone on to or like talked yep. about when he's talking about just content in general you've seen those Funny. yeah yeah Sure. Those are always just so fascinating. I I want to I want to see more. I want to I want them to talk more technical. I wish, but you know okay. they they never yeah. do. Yeah. It really just proves it's a lot about the mindset. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not really a lot of people think it's just about making entertaining content, but there's there's a lot more involved. And I wish like problem with um YouTube like for example the incentive structure that means that people want to optimize their watch time rather than ads. Mr. Beast really can't make for example his Squid Game. He really can't make like a long form video. I wish there was so much more, like there's probably so many details that he skipped over because he wanted to keep our viewer retention up, but mm -hmm. it's just really how it is. He just had to edit out most of it. Definitely. Yeah. Like sometimes it feels like it's a little bit rushed, obviously, yeah. but mm. you know, he has to cater to people that have, I guess, maybe a, a smaller retention, uh, attention exactly. span, you know, retention span, that's what we should <laughs> retention start calling span. retention span. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah and that is calling attention too. Yeah, yeah, and that is like another big problem with YouTube. Like people are really driven by their audience. Like you look at someone, for example, Nico Carter Avocado. Do you know? Do you know him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does, yeah, um, so does a lot of mukbangs. He's driven completely by his audience. Like he used to be like healthy, like vegan, all that. But like it's just the motivation. It's the like incentive structure again of YouTube. Like he got he got yeah. more views from mukbang videos, so he just kept doing that, and it's just really just shows like um yeah. creators going for watch time rather than authenticity if that makes sense like it's yeah totally it's how yeah. it really just is on youtube because i think behind the screen i don't think it's such a sad um just moment on youtube when you see someone who i don't know it's just unconsolable it seems yeah i, I really hope anacado is not like that behind the camera i, I feel yeah. like i feel like they're normal i feel like it's just a a character Hopefully. But, you know, the views can lead you down like a bad path. And I feel like his example is like an example of like an over-exaggerated example where that it's actually doing something not the best for your health. So, yeah, I mean, definitely. And like, you know, some creators can get stuck in a, I guess, a type of certain thing, like a certain thing, right? Maybe Scenes Fen, he did a lot of prison videos. And for the longest time... He talked about how for the longest time everyone only wanted to see prison videos. Exactly. Yeah. And it kind of burnt him out. And it can be like someone for even Mr. Beast. He used to do. Um, I remember back in the day, Mr. Beast did these videos. He would make fun of little kids' intros on YouTube. Intros. I watched yeah. that. Oh my I remember Those watching that. Those were like my favorite videos. It was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he deleted them because. <laughs> he deleted I them. It, I didn't know that. He did because I think it's like a brand risk. I mean, he's making fun oh. of pretty much his audience <laughs> you can't do that I re-uploaded somewhere i mean i i hope they're not because that would be bad uh, they'd probably be uploaded <laughs> but like again it's just so like getting stuck in a form of content is probably my worst fear like it's exactly on youtube right. yeah i've been yeah. stuck in that exact loop with my um among us animations so yeah i'll tell you about that so Ooh, um, yes. i made so i've been making these like lego builds right um about Five or six videos before I made the first Among Us animation, I tried to make like a really mainstream kind of video. Like it's called Five Easy Lego Builds Anyone Can Make. The video did all right, but it just just wasn't succeeding. So I decided to make this really mainstream video. I decided to just change up my content a lot, and so I just went for this Lego Among Us animation because I had just I just had so many ideas, right? And this is what I was talking about with luck, actually. Because what the YouTube algorithm didn't promote it out of luck. The YouTube algorithm was precise. I think, obviously, if a video deserves to go viral, it will. But the element of luck was that I accidentally made a video that did really well because of the humor I put in it. So, basically, I had some ideas for this animation. I thought, oh, this would be funny if I put this in here, right? So, I put different aspects of humor. It turns out humor is really good for keeping retention. Like, you can have, like, engaging stuff. You can have, I don't know, music, sound effects, whatever. But humor in like, especially in animations or like those sort of videos is very good at keeping retention. So that video just went super viral, like seven, well, 744,000 views is, was just really good. I made a couple more of the videos and they did like meh. Then I made this, another Lego animation and this one got 7.8 million views. Still the most viewed video on my channel today. And so a crazy number. I ended up making, ended up making six Lego Among Us animations in total. I just, I just was forced to keep making them. Like I, tr- I've got so many private videos, not so many, but like a few private videos of me just trying to make like, the content I was making before. And they just did so badly. So I just, just, I was basically forced to do it. I just had to keep capitalizing on the, the content I was making again and again. And yeah. it was very, very tiring. And I was kind of sick of it by number four or five. But 
Yeah, and so that was how I actually got out of the loop of only uploading videos that catered to my audience because I wasn't having fun anymore. I was so burnt out. It was just, it just wasn't enjoyable. So that's when I decided that I wouldn't, I would just make videos that I enjoyed and it doesn't matter whether the audience really enjoys them or not. I'll just keep making videos that I enjoyed, right? Yeah. yeah. And since then, I've been in a much, like, in a much more healthy state because as I said before, I had been uploading a video every two days for the longest time until the um, yeah. animations. That was crazy. I was, I would, I was so committed to uploading. Like when I was late, I would just stay up for so long, just editing, keep editing, just upload it. I needed to get it on that day. But nowadays I'm not as committed. Like a lot of the time, it's kind of a bad thing. It's, it's a good thing and a bad thing because on one, on one point of view, I'm not as motivated to continue making videos because like, you know, sometimes they don't do as well etc but i've been doing well which is good but um yeah it's a very good thing in the sense that like don't feel as down when a video doesn't do as well or you know stuff like that that is so funny like that when you mentioned how you got like a big like start of yours was doing among us content specifically like catered around among us i Here he goes again <laughs> i got like kind of it wasn't it was like my second phase but it was like the big the biggest kind of like phase of my content creation I would make Among Us content. I got millions of likes on like uh, TikTok, and I just kept doing that. But then at some point, I just kind of pff, I didn't like it anymore, so I just made a new thing. And yeah, I guess it's so it's so interesting, you know. I just said it would be held up, so I completely abandoned ship and went to a completely different like YouTube channel. So yeah. I, I don't know. That's, and like seeing Sven also, he um the who we had on our last podcast, he talked about how he did this almost the exact same thing on TikTok and um on YouTube. And got like a bunch of views on that and just kind of stopped I feel like a yeah. lot of new creators are getting their start in among us <laughs> yeah i was yeah. Well, it was say, a pretty I big feel, trend yeah i feel like it's so like you were saying like as soon like viral videos seem to be like best case scenario and worst case scenario at the exactly. exact same time because like exactly. your entire audience like let's say that you only have like a couple hundred subscribers or something you get up to like a, a few million views on a video then your entire base is like subscribed to you just because of that and then you're like this wasn't what i wanted to do all the time but like that's what everyone's expecting of you so it's like good for your career but then you're also like eh, i don't want to make this for the next five years of my life that's <laughs> yeah. right so imagine oscar's just stuck like for the next five years making among us animations <laughs> yeah. no i mean they could do well like if you see my number six they like it gets like a million views I just, yeah. I don't want to keep making content necessarily for people. I just want to make content that I enjoy making so that I, I don't get burnt out. And so it, it's working really well for me. I've been doing it for like a couple months now. And I yeah. made, the last animation I made was like three months ago. And it, it still did really well. It was like a Minecraft animation. Two million views at this oh point. Oh my goodness. That was my favorite. Yeah. That was my favorite. Minecraft speedrunner. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Oh, it was really good. good. That is genuinely my favorite like I didn't, I didn't know you could do that with stop motion because the last stop motion i watched was like in 2010 so <laughs> yeah like, whenever i was like eight or nine i i was super i had like the original ipad and i had some clay and i would make like claymation <laughs> videos and i have a youtube channel i don't remember what it was called or anything but i posted like five or six of them on there huh, but that's so cool yeah and so like watching uh your videos like kind of brought me back to that to like middle school <laughs> yeah oh dude what a memory what a memory yeah but yeah. um i don't know i i do 
I, I've said this before to other people too, but I, I really applaud you for like being able to break out of that loop and not being like addicted to the views. Yeah, it's a very big dopamine hit. Like I was in school when the first one started going viral. It was going, cr- it was going crazy viral. Like it was insane. And I just, I remember like it was just such a big motivator. And so, I mean, yeah, it was, it was quite hard to break out of that loop because, you know, it's just, it was just influencing like my entire life. Like my life was revolving around it, but you know, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't healthy, honestly. Yeah. Imagine you look over at your friend's phone, you see you're on like the recommended tab on their feed. What I was crazy. on trending at one stage, actually. Like, um, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know why, but um, Australia, YouTube, like in Australia, I don't know if this is in America, but they do this thing called creator on the rise. Every day they put like, every oh. few days they put like a creator on the explore tab. And I was on there once and I was for the moon like i'm literally everyone in australia could just go on youtube app click one button and i would be right there wow. that's crazy yeah i know right that has got to be a dopamine rush holy moly yeah yeah like, wow it was I, once again like we both come from uh tiktok primarily and like if you don't know yeah we, i didn't actually ever mentioned it yeah we, <laughs> uh we both have like in the 200k on tiktok but like the difference is like basically everyone gets the trending page on for on tiktok the for you page right like that's all it is basically it's just yeah okay this video is getting lots of views so like it's such a different thing like it's so it's so much less like i guess like fulfilling in a way like it is like on the surface but whenever you dig dig into it like it doesn't matter really how many followers you get to a point it's just like it if it doesn't show up on the for you page like people don't get notifications it's not really like anything yeah. it feels like i think i've been looking at sorry for interrupting for a while. you no yeah but um it's like it's oh no i'm almost forgetting what i'm saying it's like i it's equivalent to like cheating in a video game you're like wow i got so yeah. much whoa 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 but that was way too easy okay yeah, this that's is not worth TikTok it in a nutshell yeah mm-hmm. you're saying you looked at tiktok a lot oscar yeah so um short form content basically you know youtube shorts and all that like I I've been making YouTube shorts for a while now and they've been just doing so well. I basically have been doing a similar thing to what I used to do. I've been like studying like that's why you see me all around YouTube because I've literally been studying what um content goes viral on YouTube shorts and on YouTube in general to see like um if it's worth me posting some of my stuff on um TikTok. And I think I w- I think I will soon because I think some oh, of yeah. it's worth it. But um honestly if you need any help with that, like getting set up or like trying to like yeah. navigate through it, just ask us. We'll we'll be happy to help. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. By the way, um, I just looked at your TikTok. I didn't realize you would be um uh, one of those YouTubers. No, TikTokers who like uh, did the Minecraft parkour while there uh, with the text <laughs> on the screen. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Dude, we both can, me and Jay both come from the exact yeah. same community. We both do it. Yep. Mine is more. Uh, his is more like humor based. Mine is like super encouraging. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That I mean, those fun. videos, like you see a lot of those. Like for example, there's a lot of ones with like GTA, like the yeah. gameplay in the background. That's always been like really effective because it's like two things happening at once. So the viewer has like two times more things to be engaged with. They can like listen to the story, or they can like actually like look at the gameplay in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Keep so mind um, busy. talking about uh like. Uh, just like in general the platform's incentive structure like it's just it's like most people who uh, all they do is consume content have no idea like um about like it's like um how just content creation really just plays with your emotions like i remember i used to be so confused when i was like watching like big youtubers who would say like oh, i'm so burnt out i'm gonna quit because like i was just like you're literally so successful why don't you just keep making content 
But I see now how it works. Like social media really just is like, it's just getting people to make content and then just getting the ads kind of just has a sinister undertone, honestly. And just, I'm just so glad that I um, broke out of that uh, sort of um, dopamine sort of cycle. Because like you might, you might um, already know that like on my, like on any, basically on any like influences like channel or whatever, there's like ups and downs and you know, it just completely influences your entire mood for like the entire like week or day or month or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Until the next day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like um, I even get that from uh TikTok sometimes. Cause like there was a period of time where like I got four, no, three videos in a row all got a million views. I was like, I yeah. am the best on TikTok. No one else is better <laughs> than me. Like that was like, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but like, that's what my mood was. Right. I was like, I relate so much to that. Yeah. And I was like super like dedicated to it. And I was like making sure to like actually stick to it. And then I got one video, like right after that, I got like 15,000 views or something. I was like, and I was like, yeah, super down about it and just felt completely unmotivated. And my videos only take like 20 minutes minimum to like an hour maximum to make on TikTok. And so like, Thinking about it on like a YouTube perspective where you're spending at least 10 times that minimum on a, on a YouTube video is like, I could see how that would be so much more draining and like, uh, how how much more power it would have over you. You'd have to just be more. Yeah. 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 Because one video does do well. That's like so much more time. Yeah. Putting so much time into like one video is just crazy. I don't know. And then like having not do well. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's yeah. It's a crazy, just like all the dopamine rush. Just, Mm. I don't know. That's why we're trying, I think me and Jared trying to like break away from TikTok and be like, actually, let's, uh, let's like talk to like smart people on YouTube and figure out how to do this. Because if we get stuck on YouTube, we're going to be paid like three cents for a million views every single time on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, is that is that how TikTok pays? <laughs> TikTok, like, no, uh, I'm over exaggerating, but it's pretty small. It's pretty bad. Yeah. So TikTok is an average, like the high average on TikTok is 1.7 cents per thousand views. The low average okay. is like 0.06 cents. All right, so that's that's around what I was thinking actually. I, I thought it was around like four cents per thousand views. YouTube pays like at least a hundred times more than that. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, yeah. like I. I my first video that got a million views made me, I think I can talk about this without TikTok banning me. I don't know. You're good. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that I got like $22 from it. I could drop out of school with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you have $22 right now. You can buy yourself a popsicle. And maybe no, like it, was a seven, it was 17 It was 17 Oh, 17 Oh, wow. Great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was 17 because I had a, I got like 1.4 million views that day, but it was because my other video was starting to take off. But one video got me $17 Rising. from a million wow. views. That's a good date yeah. you can go on <laughs> yeah. uh, to McDonald's or something. I don't know. Barely, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, yeah, that's why we're trying to transition. Yeah. yeah because we, is very all we care about is money. <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say? I mean, YouTube is very different from TikTok, like long form video versus short form content. Like there's so many differences, like short form content is more optimized, but it's also like a lot easier to make. So I don't know, like, I feel like I really wanted to make, I've always wanted to make like a TikTok because I've seen like, I just want like, basically the goal of my channel is to get as many people to see my content as possible. So, and I think I've got some content that's probably worth looking at, so I consider that. Yeah, dude. I think I think you would kill it on TikTok, honestly. Like, yeah, as you make very consistent shorts. Like, I think nowadays you're making like a lot of consistent shorts. 
Yeah, well, shorts have slowly been getting more competitive. Like, when I used to make shorts, there was a lack of content, like, so much of a lack of content. Yeah. Nowadays, there's, like, a little bit more, but there's also a larger audience, so I'm not yeah. really sure, like, um, yeah. Dude, yeah, honestly. That's... So do you think you'll stick with just making shorts and also long-form content kind of, like, hand-in-hand yeah. hand with what you do? Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty health, healthy for my channel to keep doing shorts every now and then because, um... My viewers are okay with it, and uh, they get not only do they get decent views, but like it gives me a little bit of a break from I'm um, just continuing to make uh, high effort, long form content. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think it's I'm currently I'm at like on every four or five videos. It's pretty good. So you know, that's yeah. See how that goes in the future. So do you want to say something, Jay? Oh, I was just gonna say that uh, that's really cool, and uh, I'm glad that you're once again stuck kind of got out of that loop even though it can be super yeah. uh, fulfilling and not fulfilling at the exact same time so oscar what are your future plans like uh, i, I while wow, i'm talking ahead of myself what are your future plans for your youtube channel and just content in general what do you see yourself making in the next like couple months or you know next year yeah. next decade that's an interesting what, question what because yeah yeah no you keep going no yeah like what are you going to do in 2022 like 2022 yeah yeah it's an interesting question because uh like social media like is kind of like evolving and like tiktok um the influence of tiktok really hasn't stagnated like it's still still like people's people's attention spans for example are shifting like rapidly now and so i guess i don't know if you mean like physical content or like type of content but like i'm gonna make some more ambitious projects i have i have some really ambitious ones ambitious ones planned in the next few weeks see how they go um i'm definitely going to experiment with some other types of content for example um you know like different different um forms of how i present the video like talking no talking you know stuff like that um oh, dude cool. you can make lego asmr <laughs> yeah, well i actually did like um my lego oh. um clock it was second row it's in the second row if you go to my videos it's 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 the seventh the eighth eighth recent video it's like a um, mini pendulum clock I guess you can just watch that in your own time if you want, but it's like it's it's oh. basically just ASMR. There's no no talking, and it did really well. 350k views is more than enough. So I'm making I'm making a part yeah. two of that because um you might have heard of Brick Experiment Channel. He has like three million yeah. subs. Makes yeah. that exact content. Oh so, yeah. Um. Well, diversifying content is one thing, and then um just editing more for retention. Like uh, I don't know if I don't know about TikTok analytics, but um my uh, average view duration has gone from like one minute to like three four minutes just in the past month. So uh, my Rubik's cube was the first video I've ever made to break two and a half minutes average view duration. So that's really promising because um wow. last two months that I've shifted uh like how I edit videos and the YouTube meta has also shifted like introductions they're basically like they're gone now like not most successful videos have like a less than ten second less than thirty second maybe introduction because I remember the old YouTube meta like twenty sixteen was like making like those really took, like, big intros it took like four minutes before they actually got into it <laughs> yeah oh. the video was stretched to ten minutes so. <laughs> Oh, I hated yeah. that. I hated when they would spend three minutes just doing nothing. Like, just yeah. get on with it. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, you'd still, some a lot of the time, you'd still watch, like, to see what they'll do. But nowadays, yeah. like, people's attention spans have gone so far down. Like, I think it is the rise of TikTok that's caused that. But, um, yeah, so it's, so we'll see how, um, that editing goes. And, uh, yeah, I just, yeah. Fun, dude. I, yeah, I like that. I like, I just, overall, just like your mindset. But now I have a question for the both of you. He's going to like steer topics really quickly. Would you, would you, I'm going to ask you, would you rather, okay? It's going to surprise okay. you guys. Okay. <laughs> 
just, you know, just have a little bit of fun on the podcast. Would you rather have $10 million now or add 10 years to your life? Go. Argue it out. Fight. $10 million or 10 years to my life? Yes. I think, uh, well, I mean, I don't see, like, what, like, uh, our life could be so entertaining past, like, the 70s, your 70s or 80s. So I would probably go with $10 million. I mean, it probably sounds like I'm just going for money. It's not as fulfilling, but... I really don't think like, I mean, I'm not an old person yet, but I don't really don't think uh, life would be so enjoyable if I just lived an extra 10 years. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. What if it yeah. was increased by 10%? So instead of adding 10 years to your old age, it's increasing like your youthful ages by 10%. Ooh, I don't know. Oh, that's that's a good question. Because $10 million is enough to just retire on. I could just, yeah. you know. Like my argument I feel like is the best way to like average this out is like ten million dollars or like you live to like 80 90 100 somewhere in there with no health problems like you basically stay Ooh. in your youth until that point it's an interesting twist um i, I don't know like that's I... a better even playing field there i mean if someone offered me 10 million dollars right now i'll probably take it because i don't know I, i'm not <laughs> a very not an extremely long-term thinker honestly <laughs> Yeah, but it, it could be a long-term thing, you know? You know? What if you paid It, it is definitely a long-term thing. <laughs> long-term thing. What if you paid, like, my theory is you pay someone a million dollars of the $10 million you have to, like, do something to you that makes you live 10 years longer than you would have. So, like, it cancels out? I don't know, like... It's true. Yeah, $10 million could probably help you get, like, a, an extra life. 10 years of life. I thought you were about to say an extra $10 million. <laughs> there we go, investing. Yeah, just take the $10 million, make it 100 And put it Easy. all into NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, and NFTs. Okay, I know I've talked about this before, but NFTs are the future, and here's why. I don't like them <laughs> as a general idea. I just don't, okay? I kind of agree with but that. They are the future. It's inevitable. Hear this. Convince me. Metaverse. It's going, you're going to be able to hang up your the NFTs metaverse. on the wall inside of your <laughs> virtual space and you will be the sole owner of it. It's like having a print That's version a good point. That's a very of good Mona point. Lisa versus the original painting. So even if someone steals it, you still technically have the original. And then you can like sell that for a lot higher value whenever the metaverse is a thing. Ooh. Even though I don't like NFTs, I think that that is like a big future. I can put I can put up my like monkey on the wall or something. Whatever. Yeah, you have the original monkey of it, number like, ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm telling you, I'm a genius. This happened. I literally like was about to go to sleep one night, and I like <laughs> jumped out of not jumped out of bed, but like I like sat up really quick. My eyes went wide. I was like, NFTs are going to be the literal art of the metaverse, and it blew my mind. Oh, there <laughs> you go. A, I had a revolution right there. <laughs> I don't like that the idea a of the metaverse, honestly. Probably going like... to have to pay, like, microtransaction to put your NFTs up on the wall. <laughs> You're going to have to pay metaverse taxes. <laughs> oh, God. We can talk that... about the metaverse, but that was a ads. whole other <laughs> podcast episode. Yeah. You have to give 30% of your monkey NFT away. <laughs> <laughs> to pay for uh, your, like, little box that you have that was, yeah. you know, hosted on a $1 server or something. <laughs> Great. You have to host your house on a server and pay taxes <laughs> yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah that's kind of a good it. point though. I don't I don't mean to like keep going off topic with this the metaverse thing, but like I no, was thinking like you I mean in the metaverse, obviously I was thinking your house could just be as big as you want. But then there's the question of like server space. Like if everyone's on the metaverse, it's probably gonna be more expensive to like have like a larger house. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. that that was actually gonna be the case. Yeah, I totally yeah. think there would be like property taxes in like the metaverse space. <laughs> 
Yeah. Property. Oh my god, that's gonna be horrible. Mark Zuckerberg's gonna come knocking at your door with his little avatar. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just crazy. What a future. My kids are gonna be like, Grandpa, get away from me. I'm trying to, I don't know. <laughs> I'm talking to female Mark Zuckerberg. It's my girlfriend or something. I don't know. What? Be, I don't know. I, dude, something weird's gonna happen in the future. Something you don't expect. Mark Zuckerberg's gonna be an NFT that can move around and it's gonna be your girlfriend. Mark Zuckerberg is allegedly a, a lizard. I don't want him to, like, sue me for defamation of character. <laughs> big lizard man yeah oh um anyway i think i have to go very soon yeah yeah we can. yeah well this is pretty much the hour mark and i think that works well oscar did work pretty well aka yeah. puzzle lego yeah where can people find you youtube.com slash puzzle lego you got any that other is... socials uh not really i i will you'll see my tiktok soon <laughs> it'll oh. be linked on my youtube there we go. Anyway. That is P-U-Z-Z-L-E-G-O on YouTube. And yeah, he makes amazing videos. Go, <laughs> go check him out, please. He makes do the it. best videos. Not the best videos. Do it. Yeah. Right now. Thank if you, you don't do guys it. so much again. Yeah. Of course. Thanks and, for in. Yeah. So thank you everyone for coming out to the We Got Lazy podcast. We'll see you don't in say it. the next it. video. It's not a video. <laughs>